Do you ever find yourself coveting what another person has? It's time to stop and take a look at the whole picture. Are they as healthy? Are they as intelligent? Do they have the family life that you are blessed with? Now that you've looked at the whole picture, are you still jealous? In today's daf, we take a look at the story of Zavulun and their complaint to the Almighty that they didn't get a good portion in the land of Israel. What were they really jealous about? That they didn't look at the whole picture. Welcome to the transformative daf. We are on Megillah, page 6, daf vav. Welcome to the transformative daf. Following the territorial division of the land of Israel between the tribes, the tribe of Zavulun concluded that the portion they had received was unfair. They turned their eyes heavenward and said, Master of the universe, to my brothers you gave fields and vineyards, but to me you gave mountains and hills. To my brothers you gave lands, whereas to me you gave seas and rivers. Hashem replied, That may be true, but all will need your resources, which you will include the chilozen, the snail whose blue blood was used to dye tzitzis with the tchelis coloring. What's more, your portion will include other bounties such as tuna and white glass. It will be a plentiful and fertile portion, a land overflowing with milk and honey. Zavulin responded, Master of the universe, who will inform me if others take them without permission? Hashem replied, Anyone who takes these items from you without making payment will not prosper at all in his business. But still, muttered Zvulun, I still don't have the kind of fields and vineyards that my brother Naphtali has. Continues the Gemara. Zvulun was resentful of its portion, as it is stated. Zvulun was a people that jeopardized their lives to the death. What is the reason for their resentfulness? Because... Quote, Naphtali was on the high places of the fields, unquote. Zavulun said, Before the Holy One, blessed be he, Master of the universe, to my brothers you gave fields and vineyards, whereas to me you gave mountains and hills. To my brothers you gave lands, whereas to me you gave seas and rivers. And if you would say that Zavulun's portion did not have quality land flowing with milk and honey, didn't Reish Lakish say, I myself have seen the land flowing with milk and honey around Sipari, and it was 16 mil by 16 mil. And if you would say that the part of his territory that flowed with milk and honey was not as vast as that of his brothers, the other tribes, didn't Rabbi Barchana say that Rabbi Yochanan said, I myself have seen the land flowing with milk and honey over all of Eretz Israel, and the size of the fertile land was like the distance from Beykovi to the fortress of Tulbogni, a total of 22 parasangs in length and 6 parasangs in width. Even so, fields and vineyards were preferable to Zvulun. The language of the verse is also precise according to this explanation, as it is written, and Naphtali was on the high places of the field. Indeed, learn from here. Let's analyze this Gemara, shall we? The tenth commandment declares, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your fellow's wife, or his male or female slave, or his ox, or his ass, or anything that is your fellow's. What causes a person to covet and want what someone else has? The story of Zvulun's conversation with God offers extraordinary insight into the tragedy of this common character flaw. The Almighty has given different blessings to every person. The reason people covet is that they hone in on one particular blessing that somebody else has and wonder why Hashem wasn't as benevolent to them. 
Of course, he has been very gracious to them, but momentarily they manage to forget all the blessings he has bestowed upon them because they're so fixated on the one thing the other person has that they don't have. Despite all the incredible bounties the Vulan possessed, all he could think about was Naphtali's fields and vineyards. Never mind that Naphtali had no chilozen, no tuna, no white glass. Never mind that Naphtali had nowhere near as much milk and honey. When you covet someone else's possessions, you don't look at what they don't have. All you can think about is what they do have that you don't. The cure for jealousy is to think about all your blessings. Maybe the Almighty hasn't showered you with riches, but you've been blessed with good health. All the money in the world couldn't buy good health. Maybe you've been blessed with nice, respectful children. Isn't that worth thanking Hashem for? Maybe you've been blessed with a pleasant spouse with whom you can share your innermost thoughts and feelings. Isn't that more wonderful than a fancy car? There's a classic story told of Zalman who was terribly upset with his lot in life. He looks around at his friends. Moshi's house has the most amazing view of the ocean. Yitzi's car turns heads. Shlomi is the CEO of a major company. One night, Zalmi has a dream. He finds himself walking through a huge field with a peckle, a sack on his back. Inside the peckle are his house, his car, his wife, his children, his medical records, the Torah he's learnt and wisdom he's acquired. But also inside the peckle are all the challenges he has ever dealt with in his life. As he makes his way toward the middle of the field, he sees coming from various directions, Moshi, Yitzi, Shloimi and dozens of other people whom he's met over the years. Suddenly a voice booms, throw your peckle into the middle of the field. He dutifully follows the instructions and watches as everyone everyone obeys the command. Now look around you, continues the heavenly voice, and choose the life which you would rather have been blessed with. In an instant, there's a rush for everyone to grab the peckle they believe contains the best life one could wish for. Lo and behold, each participant takes the same peckle with which he arrived. Having gazed solely upon Moshi's house, Yitzi's car, and Shlomi's job, Zami realizes that he failed to appreciate the entire package of his blessings in life and the less than attractive aspects of his friend's pekelach. The Almighty has bestowed incredible blessings upon your life. When you simply focus on one aspect of your friend's possessions, you have no idea what the whole picture looks like. Think about all the blessings Hashem has given you. Your life is probably quite enviable. May you never take a single blessing for granted, and may you thank Hashem for your peckle in life, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Dafyomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Dafyomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.
Yeah.